And welcome to another episode of Epic Loot Radio and a special episode as it is uh, it is in the season of video game releases. Today we're going to be doing our Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League review. This is uh, both Kirk and I have been able to go hands on with it. We both invested $100 uh. to be here today and uh, we're going to see what that value is ultimately worth our time. We haven't talked too much about this. We just have some general questions that we were talking about in the pre-show. So most of my reactions to his responses, I, I haven't heard him yet. I don't I don't know truly how he feels. And that is what I think will hopefully make this to be a fun show. If you guys have any questions, just like Dr. Emmett Brown over on X says, how do I feel about streaming on X? I feel great about it. I'm glad you're here and uh, we can we can highlight your comments. Uh, in the show, so we'll try to do our best to help answer any of the questions. Uh, Kirk's got some of his gameplay footage rocking and rolling uh, behind, uh, you know, for us. If you're watching the video version of the podcast, but you can always subscribe to the podcast wherever podcasts are found. Just check the top link in the description, and you can pick whatever service suits you best. Kirk, man, dude, I'm excited. I have not played as much as you, but I've played more than I actually, I, I kind of shocked. I actually <laughs> than you ever thought like, you would. <laughs> I, I, would. I was like, all right, you, you talked me into this. Like, I don't know. But then the, I, you know, my bias is like, I actually enjoy looter shooters. I actually games, enjoy yeah. the, you know, these kind of games. And so there is an addictive nature to it, but I'm sure I'm going to say something in this podcast that will not surprise you or anybody because yeah. there are some themes here that it just it limits it limits my availability. But Kurt, well let's uh, let's kick it off with us. You want to start with the first question I can ask it to you. The um we've seen so much highs and lows regarding this game already on Twitter. Oh yeah. Uh, where wh where where are you falling? Like because it feels like for me a very natural fight that happens online. Like the people who like, you know, the games are going to you know, I think overcompensate for that. And then the people who hate on the games are just like, oh, this game sucks. It's trash. It's not a single player narrative, you know, driven experience that I was wanting. Yeah, I and and you kind of hit the nail on the head there. The single player experience that that people were wanting, um, and, you know, the the Arkham games made by the same studio, Rocksteady, are so beloved and yeah. so well regarded. They pretty much uh, created an entire genre of action adventure video game and a style of combat and people really really love those games and we haven't had one of them in like 10 years so for it's this to while, be the yeah. game yeah to for this to be the up. game that comes out and does follow that up there's a lot of people that are just inherently disappointed about that from 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 the premise you know like this game never had a chance with a large audience of people given the success and the 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 wide regard that the Arkham games have Mm -hmm. So, you know, they announced that they're going to do this game. People are not happy when they see the first footage. Like, they're like, oof, like, this is what you guys are working on. They delay the game by an entire year. 
mm-hmm. which you know, I, I I wonder if maybe it shouldn't have been two or or really uh, d- should it have even been a, one. I, you don't should think it there's a level been... of polish? I so I do. I I guess it it depends on what we're talking about, okay. and, and we'll get into that. There's the, there's like the systems and the mm-hmm. mechanics and the gameplay loop. And then there's stuff like the like the facial animations in this game and the character models, probably some of the best like you can find in any game. I think Agreed. that the technology yeah. is gonna like uh, is gonna catch up. Eh, we'll get into that, <laughs> okay, okay. but but I think I think the technology is gonna catch up with the games that we're about to see. Like I mean, we we reacted to State of Play yesterday. You mm-hmm. had to bounce out, but like when me and Rudigs were watching that Death Stranding two trailer, like. The character models for that game are absolutely phenomenal. So Dude, I think comparison's that comparison's the thief of joy. Like you know, like if I'm yeah. gonna here and compare it to Death well, that's Stranding, what I, that's what I'm saying. Uh, this game compares very favorably visually to anything that's out there right now. Yes. I think that in in like a year from now, this will kind of be the standard and will be more normal. But like this is bleeding edge, pushing visuals of character models in particular. The city looks really good. There's a lot going on with this game that's very good. Mm-hmm. I did a review of this game for my channel, What's New Video Games, and I ended up giving it a 6 out of 10, which okay. is an, an okay on that scale. It's, it, it's I'm uh, gonna, I want to question you. I got a question okay. on 6 out of 10 for you. You say it's an okay, but isn't that like a at least a, a B or a B plus for the games as a service genre? Like what gas game, right? what this yeah. is trying to be, like, destiny for example like comes out seven out of ten yeah you know for that game everybody just can't stop playing it like it's like all right like we're we're hopelessly addicted is there is it fair to score this game without taking in kind of the you know a natural i think knock on points for what would be that games of service that looter aspect to the game um so you make a good point and I think that like the better question is, are any of these games really that good? <laughs> like, I mean, like you well, know, I mean, if they're all getting sevens and lower, you know, it it it, it, it it's, it's, again like, it goes. Do you like these? It goes games, back though? to the premise. Yes, but I mean, like, so like Tom Clancy's The Division is okay. a game that I really really like. Yeah. It got a six point seven from IGN. Yeah, I really really like the first Division game. Yeah. So that's what like I was looking to get out of this game and I would actually say that I don't like this game as much as The Division but I'm going to I'm going to go through like bullet round with you later after we get done yeah. with all the discussion topics and like ask you like the, the Suicide Squad or The Division Suicide Squad or Destiny and see like what yeah. we both think how we both rank them Gotcha but I think the thing is that just like these games are just not received that well like right. I mean like Destiny came out and like did the thing because Destiny is made by Bungie, and people are like, the gunplay in this game is phenomenal. People didn't like the story. They thought it was bad. I thought it was bad. And so, like, that that's the thing with these games. It, it's, all about, it's all about filing you through a very mundane, like... Uh, r- r- monotonous story mm-hmm. that's like you're just it's just a slog and that's the exact way this game is doesn't matter that they've got all these you know good characters uh from the dc universe that you're fighting green lantern and batman and flash like sure there's good story beats to this game but at the end of the day it is literally just an escalator that you've got to stand on and and wait to take you to the end of to get to your destination which is the end game 
of this game so that you can do incursions and special missions mm -hmm. and you know grind for loot and you know you're gonna do the elves worlds which is content that's coming you're gonna do the battle pass which is content that's coming all these quests all these um you know uh contracts daily daily missions basically like that's what the gameplay loop of this game is and that's when you talk about a rocksteady game when you talk about a dc property People are not coming to this game for that. They're coming for an, an interesting story. They want to mm -hmm. like experience something. They want to see uh, you know, compelling characters and like the characters that people really, really care about. Like I talked about this in my review. There's nothing really personally gratifying about seeing characters that we pretty much all love, like the Flash, mm -hmm. Green Lantern, Batman, Superman. Um, a, a lot of which we wish would get just one of their own video game, like one singular Flash game or one singular Superman game. Everybody wants a Superman game. Right. Uh, seeing those characters just be total assholes, like, and murdering people. And, like, there's nothing gratifying about that. And so, like, it doesn't set up, like, killing them in the way that, like, a like villain, a good villain in a mm -hmm. game, like I don't know, Uncharted or like something like that, that you know is truly evil and is well voice acted. A Voss from uh, Far Cry Three is a great mm -hmm. example, right? Um, that you're like, I want to go take this this dude down. Like, let's do it. Let's go. Like, you're right, motivated. You, you you love Superman, and there's a conflict to that because yes. you know it's like yes, you're playing the bad guys, but I, I totally get your point. You I like Superman, Superman and Batman better He's than just... these yahoos. Right. Like, exactly. you know, yeah. yeah. And that that's the problem is like, sure, Harley Quinn, Tara Strong killing it. Right. Like Tara Strong is Harley Quinn. That that voice is iconic. She's a fantastic voice actress like that. It's so great that they got her sort of mm -hmm. to be the leading man, man, if you will, leading role Human. in this. Yeah, in this uh, in this game. And so she she takes point in in a big way. And. It works really well. Yeah. Um, but like these other three dudes, like, I mean, like Deadshot literally got replaced by Bloodsport played by Idris Elba in the movie because it was like that cookie cutter of like, well, I should take the other oh, guy yeah. with guns. Other guy and a daughter. Good at, yeah. Good at aiming. <laughs> like, like, and Boomerang. Don't even get me started on Boomerang. Like every time he always says, guys, like we need to shoot the dudes and do the thing. And like, wow. Like every time he opens Dude. his mouth. And I'm just like, just shut up. Did we just get skill up on the podcast? <laughs> oh, no. Oh Don't gosh. put that on me. Do not put that on me. I was like, wow, <laughs> no. that's a, I really appreciate you really <laughs> went for the accent uh, with that. That was so, that was wonderful. Skill up really, has I, a, Skill up has a has a buttery smooth voice. I will not okay, I will not does. hear this I agree. heresy. I agree. Um, but yeah, no, we can we can make fun of the Aussies a little bit. No, but it's like it is probably the most grating Australian accent that I've ever heard. I really? actually I thought he I thought he nailed the character. Like from every iteration that I've seen of So Boomerang. that's the thing. No, you are absolutely right. Like the, the like they're nailing the characters here. They are being mm -hmm. so accurate and so authentic to the source material. Um and and the problem with that is like so Amanda Waller like is a despicable human being right and like the I forget the actress who plays her but she nails it she's awesome as Amanda Waller yes um a hundred percent but that doesn't make like her a good handler slash quest giver for like fifteen hours or more of a video game you know what I'm saying like Amanda Waller as a character they're doing her very very well. Yeah. For her to be my quest giver and be like 
just a total you know what to me the entire time. The time. Right. It, like that doesn't necessarily make for fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, so a lot of the problem with this game is like they took these characters that are not inherently fun on on the surface to play with or to hear talk constantly, mm -hmm. and you will hear the characters talking constantly. Like they, they, they never shut the up. Like right. they are constantly trying to get a joke in or the last word or whatever. Sometimes it's funny. Emphasis on sometimes. Like it is funny sometimes. But it's just like da 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 like all the time. And the problem is it's like it's, the, these characters are not inherently enjoyable for the video game that we are playing. Like there's a reason that they've had the roles that they've had in DC Comics. Like there's a reason that you're mm -hmm. not rooting for the I mean like Harley is the exception, right? Which is why she works as sort of the main focal point of this story for the other three to kind of rally around King shark, King very shark lovable. Right. Yeah. The, so the only, funny. Like yeah, he, if he you was the guy that, that I was like, just let, just let every time he, he, he gets a little hat right at the beginning. Like he's so yeah. well delivered. And then like the way that he processes the situation they're in, like he, I felt like he was for me, the most relatable. The thing I was going to say, like to kind of your points, this feels like I'm playing through James Gunn's the suicide squad. Like, like obviously not that same story like, gar like guardians like yeah. uh well, in a way like, yeah. yeah yeah but his suicide squad also like you know because because it was rooted in this and yeah. i was like they've i think they've done a really good job at making this feel like i'm playing the suicide squad here's my problem with all of that both as a parent who i can't play this game around mm -hmm. the kids because of it now that the the, the the violence isn't that bad boomerangs but, like peeing on people <laughs> right like, okay, this is a game that is like, okay, this is definitely for, you know, adults. Okay, cool. Yeah. I get it. That's there's nothing wrong with that, but that automatically makes it a, a challenging game for me to sit down and say, yeah, I want to grind on this over Pal World, for example. And then yeah. on top of that, you got obviously like the language and, you know, just the, the nature, the content in and of itself. And then the reality that like I was going to share with you is I generally don't play like dark characters or villainous characters mm -hmm. right and whenever it comes down to it like i usually end up being kind of like the 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 jedi like i'm always trying to pick yeah. like you know the things that i i would probably pick in this real world here i am as the villains and i can appreciate it for everything that's packaged as villains but there's nothing like i really want to go kill the justice league no I actually, right? I want to save the Justice League. That, that's to... what I said on Twitter. Yeah. I said I said that on Twitter. I said, can you imagine if this game, just change one little word, if this game was called Suicide Squad Save, save. the Justice League, yeah. and then you have to, like, go, like, you know, they're, they're, Brainiac has them trapped behind some sort of, you know, force field generated, well, he could, you know, They could still be whatever. brainwashed, but it's a matter of, like, like you beat them and we Maybe. found a cure or something, you know? Maybe, but I think it would be really cool to have, like, interactions with, with the characters, like, oh, my God, like, these buffoons are coming to save me, you know, like, as Batman or, uh, or, that's true. or Superman or whatever. And, uh, yeah, even Destin Legary, who, uh, who obviously got a ton of attention over this game for daring to say that he didn't have fun at that IGN preview. He really milked that on Twitter. Kudos to him for that. He, he had a lot of fun <laughs> playing the game, um, playing the cut, playing the, uh, a content creation game. Well, yeah, yeah. D Dustin knows how to do it, but yeah, he even commented on that and he was like, I think I would have loved this angle actually. Like the, the payoff that you would have had from not just, I mean, 
I don't think this is a spoiler. Like, it, like basically every every one of these Justice League uh, characters, you end up having a boss fight with them, which I would say about eighty percent of them are very unsatisfying and like not very good mechanics, and like twenty percent of them, primarily Green Lantern, were awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green Lantern is kind of like a Destiny strike or like a like a raid battle or something. It's really cool. So, uh, it, you know, if you already bought the game, at least play to that because it's fun. But I'm having yeah, fun and then though. and then like, they just a, there's sh- a lot of fun. They just shoot him in the face. Like that's yeah. it. Like they just shoot him in the face and then just go on like it never happened. Like quipping and joking with each other. Like what? Like it? It's it's written like it's written like with like as if the people that made this game like just like didn't really care. I guess like they just they were just like all right, you just need to get to the next thing now. Like, like let's just move you along. Like you know, and and then so like that gives the feeling of like me being like, why am I doing this then? Like if you don't care, why why don't I care? Like the news came out for pe- the people in New Zealand that had the game like a day before us, um, that they like logged into the game and the and the campaign auto completed and just yeah. gave them a character at like level thirty and like with in game loot and stuff. And then Roxanne had to like take the game offline uh, because of that bug, and I'm like, God, dude, I wish I'd had that bug so I could have just gone straight into the end game because mm-hmm. the end game is where this game is is gonna live or die, and where it's probably gonna thrive with people because, and we can get into it. it I mean, you've got like all I would say it's it's most similar to like Borderlands, probably like Borderlands Three. You've yeah. got like these like talent trees where you can. Like it's the same as Borderlands, where you go, you go like down the line and like pick what trait you want, and you get like synergy with those, and you create like builds. Like you can have a build that's like a grenade focus, where you have like bigger, more explosive, like bigger radius grenades, and you can recharge them quicker and stuff like that. You can have uh, builds that are focused on like bouncing back and forth between melee and shooting, mm-hmm. and you can have builds that use um. You know, mostly a specific type of gun, like with Deadshot, you know, a sniper, sniper build would probably be pretty cool because if people don't know, with Deadshot, you have a jetpack. And the cool mm-hmm. thing about that is, like, if you have a sniper rifle and you aim down the scope, he's just going to hover, hover in place yeah. in the air and you can shoot. Like, that feels really cool. Um, that Like, the, the feeling of this game playing it is really awesome. And then the ability to customize your builds. I mean, this game is going to be very cool where... You you grind for like crazy loot and then you spec your build exactly how you want to and you're just doing insane damage on like groups of enemies at mm-hmm. like the highest level and stuff like that's where this game's gonna be fun. The thing is, is like you you can have that in Borderlands or you can have that in the division. You don't necessarily have to have Harley Quinn and Captain Boomerang and King Shark to do that. You know, like right. you could have just Yahoo McGee soldier meathead guy that has an LMG or whatever, and it works just as well. So it, Right, and that's where feel- this game has an identity crisis. Yes. Because it's like, are we trying to be a narrative, story-driven, you know, experience, or are we trying to be that Borderlands? And I think they're like, why not both? And I think this that, is why. <laughs> yeah, and I think that is where a lot of people struggle because, for like, you brought it up right at the start of the show. So it's that people the last of this series was the Batman Arkham series. It's beloved. People really, really enjoyed that. And this yeah. is, and no matter what, because it's the same studio feels like that, the, a natural follow-up. So all, all of a sudden, if you're going in expecting the Batman Arkham series, this is not that. This you're is a for completely a bad different time game. If, yeah. If you want yeah. that. Yeah. So um, this feels like a, it's a game that like 
why is it a games as a service? I don't yet understand. And the, your point about Endgame is is the valid question. Like, does this have staying power to keep people coming back week over week over week? Well, see, and, you're not there yet. Right, you're not, not there yet. You're still what, like four or five hours in? Like, have you done the flash fight? I have not. I may. I have not made it to flash. You're probably right before the flash fight. You probably did the cannon fight, which is like, ugh, mm-hmm. it's not very good. Um, but. I'm I'm actually gonna flip what you said on its head. Okay, go ahead. My question is not why is this a games as a service. My question is why is it trying to be an Arkham game? Because it's okay. so obviously not. And if that's what they spent a year doing, if it wasn't to make it more polished and fluid in terms of the gameplay and the models and things like that, if they spent a year, because they, I don't know if you know this, but like they took out gear score. They took out gear score, mm-hmm. so the weapons are just like. They have the rating like legendary, infamous, notorious, mm-hmm. and then they have the perks, and then like that, like that's just that gun. Like if you right. if you land that gun, like you just have that gun, and there's no like gear score to grind to like get a better version of that gun to drop. Honestly, like I I mean like normally I would say great. Like uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint did that, and it was like mm-hmm. oh my god, thank you because I did not want this to be that type of game. I want to play it like a like a Metal Gear Solid or something like that. Like mm-hmm. it's a stealth yeah. kind of going around the woods with my sniper rifle, like picking people off. I don't want that to be a gear score fest because it's not really a games as a service. They were trying to inject games as a service into a Ghost Recon game. This is almost the opposite where they've got like a competent ish. Like I said, I gave it a six. It mm-hmm. might have been a seven because they've got a competent-ish looter shooter game that has fun gameplay and good systems as far as like your your build customization, the loot, like the guns you can get are like, mm-hmm. really really cool. Like we got the black mask weapons with the deluxe edition that like it's like if you if you pop like three different guys in quick succession, they all st- like combust and start burning. They're on fire. Like stuff like that is super cool, and you can like do that. With, you get two weapon slots. You get all this, all this uh, different perks in this talent tree. Like, there's mm-hmm. so much you can do as far as specking your build. There's a cool mechanic that we haven't talked about where, like, if you're in a party of people, you're, it's called coopetition, the dev studio calls it, where, like, everybody gets a score for that mission, and whoever wins the mission gets, like, a victory screen, like, in Call of Duty or something, and then they get to be the party leader now and choose what your next mission is. Like, there's a lot of good things going on, and then they tried to stick an Arkham game in that. And th- I think that's where it feels awkward. Like, if you're going to do yeah. a games as a service, you you got to do it. Like, give me, like, a five- to six-hour campaign. Make it, like, here's what you need to know. Here's how our systems work. Here's a boss fight to make you happy. Like, this game could have basically ended it, like, the with the, like, Green Lantern fight or whatever. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I can't visualize how they could have made this game work and sort of taken more of the sort of arkham force story out of this game to make it better because it kind of is just like a mess so like conce- like on, like as a premise mm-hmm. i think that this game is one of the most inexplicably conceived games probably ever like you take something like our game of the year winner last year for for our podcast hogwarts legacy mm-hmm. it's one of the best conceived games ever we're, we're just gonna make a hogwarts game that's not tied to any of the movies you're gonna be a student at hogwarts Oh, you thought we were just going to do the castle? Actually, the castle is going to be like this big on the map. And you're going to have this giant area of the Scottish Highlands to go around, do quests, like find trolls in caves, like all that stuff. Go to class, like your sort of Hogwarts journey. Mm -hmm. That's a very well-conceived idea for a game. 
This game is like, all right, we're going to take this this game franchise that everybody loves, and we're just going to change it completely. It's not even going to be in the same genre. We're going to make it like a Borderlands Destiny type game. And uh, and, uh, uh who are we going to be playing as? We're going to be the Justice League for that? We're gonna, you're going to be able to play as Superman, Batman, Flash, and Green Lantern? Oh, no. You're going to kill them. Uh, and you're going to play as the, like, ragtag <laughs> group of villains that they had to make two movies about to get it right the second yeah, time. that's true. Different, I mean, like, oh, times. my God. Harley's not even going to have her same outfit um, that, you know, people know and love. We're going to have a, a gaffe about that. I, that didn't really offend me that much. But, it, it, like, it, 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 it's kind of all just going towards the same thing of, like, why did they do this? And... I mean, we know the answer, right, Brian? Like, it's because, you know, five years ago when Fortnite Games was popping off and, yeah. you know, uh, everything's got to be that. was the, the hotness. It was like, oh, that's where the money is. And they, and they're there was. too, they were right. They're too late. Like, they missed the, they missed the boom. They missed the window and nobody wanted this. And they know yeah. that. And especially, they tried. Yeah. Especially there's a games as a fatigue. Like, yeah. games of service, there is a level of fatigue that people have been experiencing. And Chili brings up a good point, talking about, like, you know, wanting to play, like, Grand Blue, uh, you know, et cetera. And, like, that's for me where, like, when I look at what's holding me back from, from this game is, like, well, this is interesting, right? But this isn't a game that's just, like, there's nothing, it's not like there's nothing else out to enjoy it doesn't so demand your time like it doesn't eat at you like um like i have to play this to experience the yeah story. i don't want to oh, say like Elden Ring, leaked online you know that's not even fair but uh what like like maybe monster hunter world like when i was playing monster hunter world when it came out mm -hmm. i was like i don't know if this is like super good and then i figured out that it was super good because i was still in in college at that time when i was in class and i was like i want to play monster hunter world you yeah. know, like, and so that's when you know that a video game is good because it has you. And like this game, like when I'm not playing it, I'm not like, oh, man, I really want to get back to Suicide Squad. It's more mm -hmm. like I'm thinking in my head, like, gosh, why can't I find the fun in Suicide Squad? Like what? Where? I, I know it's there. Like there I can fun. tell I, that I, it's I have, there. I've had fun, you know, like especially with the combat the and like the characters. And that's actually like a good, you know, kind of question I'd like you to get to is like, what characters were the were your highlights and what were like the lowlights? You already kind of were knocking on Boomerang for his for his accent and delivery, but like see, I really like Boomerang's gameplay. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, Boomerang has like one of the coolest. This is the uh the screen where like if if uh if you're multiplayer, then you would see like everybody and like your ranks and scores at the end. Like mm -hmm. so Harley would have done the best, by the way. For uh, sorry, auto listeners, I'm reacting to the gameplay that we have. But as as far as Boomerang and, and the other characters, Boomerang's traversal mechanic is really, really cool. That is one area where the game um, really shines is, like, the traversal of all of these characters is very distinct between them. Um, the, the gunplay can feel very similar. The melee even can feel similar. They're a little bit different. But the mm -hmm. traversal specifically is sort of what defines these characters. I will say as a knock other than deadshot i guess like i don't find the traversal in concept incredibly intriguing like harley's traversal isn't even her own she just literally steals some of batman's equipment from mm -hmm. the hall of justice so like 
you know, I'm looking forward to the Joker when he comes out because he's gonna have like an umbrella that seems like pretty, you know, iconic as far as he got like that. I I believe that like that's Joker. Mm -hmm. Joker would fly around with an um with an umbrella, spring loaded umbrella. Like that seems cool. Um, Deadshot, obviously the jetpack, that's cool. Boomerang like steals a speed gauntlet that basically like makes him the Flash. Thankfully, yeah. we got the Justice League outfit, so I just made him the Flash. So like yeah. when I'm playing as him, I'm just LARPing as like flash uh jv team flash you know like you know there i'm like go. i'm like b team flash i'm not as good not as good i'm like flash in training and he can kind of like warp around the map and stuff it's pretty crazy like it's probably one of the best teleport mechanics that i've encountered in a game because most of the time when you get a teleport mechanic you kind of get that like you're like you're like visualizing like ahead of you like where you're gonna jump to like it gives you like a little blip and then you like you jump there this is like he literally throws the boomerang out and it, it has like a trail behind it and it goes and goes and goes and goes. And when you let go of it, there's like a pause and then you just immediately like lurch forward right to that position. Uh, it kind of reminds me of another WB game, Shadow of Mordor, where you could like target an enemy and mm -hmm. he would zip over to the enemy and like decapitate them or whatever. And you could like chain it into combos. This isn't quite that fluid because you have full control the entire time, but it is very cool how you send the boomerang out and you go right to it. So one of my favorite things to do is just send it right into a group of enemies. And then I'm just, I'm on top of them and I'm just mm -hmm. messing them up with boomerang. Yeah. Um, I wish that the, the melee uh, for these characters, uh, it, like the animations are so cool. And yet it's so obvious that this is a shooter and you're not supposed to melee because it does no even melee was shooting. Like I was playing, you know, Deadshot. Deadshot, like, yeah. His melee is I'm shooting you with more guns, you know, like, okay, cool. But the the melee mechanic is really just to get stuns and to recharge your shield. Like that's basically it. It's not a viable way of combat. And like, right. you know, I'm thinking like Arkham, I'm like trying to keep meleeing and it's like not doing anything. And I'm like, oh, I gotta switch it. I, I go to my gun, I just delete everybody. It's like it's definitely a shooter. Um and then yeah, as far as traversal goes, like Deadshot, you you played the majority of time with Deadshot. So how did you feel about the jetpack? Because oh, it's I really like it, and I like that you can hover. But it's like I don't know. It's the same thing with Harley too. Like like see like uh, for our for our visual viewers, like you can see with Harley, there's like a there's like a bar that fills up, and like mm -hmm. once it's filled up, you can't use your traversal ability anymore. It's the same with jet, Deadshot, like his jet yeah. jetpack. Like, you got to touch fills ground up or whatever. every or touch the either a wall or, or ground. I honestly don't have any complaints about the traversal. I've played with all the four characters and all their different traversal methods. I think you're right. Boomerang is the coolest one because it's got that, that speed force aspect and you're just like zipping along. But the jetpack I found uh, to be actually quite enjoyable, especially when you start uh, comboing all of your traversal methods together because you can cool off your jetpacks, you can do a double jump, you can just touch ground, and then you're right back into it. And so that for me is something where I've been trying to challenge myself to get as much uh, airtime as possible. But then when doing that, when traversing through the city, I'm skipping over enemies. And so the gamer in me is like, should I go and, you know, kill those enemies? Because maybe there's loot. No, because so, they're all the same. Right, they're just, there's they're no just, enemy variety whatsoever. They're all like the same three aliens. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, you're still having a lot of fun, just like I was at hour three, four, five. Uh, because like you everything's novel for you still, and the gameplay is really, really good. Like you're on PC, I think. So you're not are you you're not playing with a PlayStation 5 controller, right? No, I'm playing with the uh, Xbox uh, controller. Okay. And also I'm playing on my Logitech G uh cloud. So I've been playing this game also in handheld mode, just trying to get more experience with it. And uh, and it uh, like the controls work great, and the handheld version of this game works great. Like there's a 
if, if you have that ability, it's not on GeForce now, but it is with Steam Link. So I was able to just Steam Link into, into my PC. And, and overall, like, I was like, yeah, this is great. Like, controls feel very intuitive. It's, uh, it was at first, like, during the tutorials, I was like, oh, this, maybe this is going to be awkward. But then all said and done, I was like, yeah, this works. Like, I'm having a good time. There we go. You know, performance on the Steam Deck is, is, is good. You're not losing frames or anything. Well, no, but remember, I'm streaming it from the PC. So, yeah, okay. I don't, I don't have it. And my home network, uh, is, is really rock solid. It's a mesh network. So it works really well for me, uh, to play in it. Now, Benzo in chat uh, brings up this point. I want to highlight it for you because I think it kind of under, you know, like highlights what we've been uh, talking about. He says, finish the game. And the honest opinion is that it had potential, but the game currently is just underwhelming. I feel this would work better without the Justice League, ironically. Or if they had them fighting Brainiac and the Justice League were fighting with you in the background, it would have made a decent story. And I, I feel that because yeah. like I don't I'm not upset that because I saw some frustration online about the ending of this game. Right. Like, oh, yeah, let's, they let's not talk about that for I'm not. Yeah. I'm just saying that. But I was like the actor, he signed up for that. Like, it's like he was on board for this project. Like, I don't I, I think that that in and of itself is an, like was an interesting take. But I do agree with what Benzo's saying. Like, all in all, like, I ha- I don't feel like this need to go and kill the Justice League. Nobody because- asked to kill the Justice League. Like, that's right. it, that's the simple way of putting it. Like, nobody asked for this. Nobody was hyped about that. Like, oh, let's go kill the Justice League. Like, it's um, it's like this phenomenon where uh, we're seeing basically like a corporation. It's it's like almost like a, a case. It would make for a good case study yeah. where a corporation, like, rather than you know, a company that makes phones, for instance, and people are like, oh, I really wish I could watch Netflix on my phone. And they're like, hey, we made a phone that you can watch Netflix on, you know, like supply and demand. This is like a situation of like, oh, I really wish I could have another Batman game. And they're like, yeah, but don't you really wish that you could kill Batman? (laughs) And and people are like, no, no, I don't think so. And they're like, no, like you do. Like, it'll be so awesome. Like, check out this trailer. Like, it'll be so cool. And people are like, no, that looks like it sucks. And so it's like this weird phenomenon where they're like, they're trying to create demand from the supply. Yeah. Like they're like, we want to supply you a product that we will think will make us money. There's no demand for it, but we really want you to want it. And we really want you to play it. So we're going to try to convince you that you want it. And everybody's like, no, I never wanted this. I just wanted you to go make the thing that you were already making that we already liked. And you're trying to tell me that this thing is somehow better or is like a good thing for me to spend time with. And the majority of people are like, no, I, I, no, I'm, I don't really want that. And so it's so strange that they came at it from that perspective of like, we're going to make something so good that like people will not be able to help themselves, but love it, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like, instead it's like you and me sitting here and being like, God, I really want to love it. But you yeah, know, let's, like, let's, let's just play the a what if game. Like imagine if this was, a Batman game where Batman has to go and save Superman and like Superman gets turned all these different, you know? And so then you are as Batman working your way through Metropolis ultimately to go and fight Brainiac. But in order to defeat Brainiac, you have to save the justice league like that in and of itself. It's like, that sounds something that I could really be excited about to play. Uh, But yeah, that's, I, I keep coming back to that. I keep coming back and I, I, the answer to why it's a games of service is I think, you know, you, you had it right out of the park. Destiny 2, what was big when they started development 
around this time was games of service. What happens to not be that big right now? Games of service. And it was, yeah. and I, I think the downfall, like there's like a, a fatigue that people are just like, I've been doing the same thing in the same game for 10 years. I want something new, but also, but also on that, on that vein last year, we saw a bunch of really great single player games. You brought up Hogwarts legacy, but like even still going back further, uh, you got, you know, uh, Elden Ring, and then last year also Final Fantasy 16, uh, Starfield, Bouldersgate, yeah. uh, Mario, uh, Spider-Man. Like, it's like all of a sudden, it's like as a gamer, like every month there is a big release or at least every, you know, every month and a half. And I think Things a lot have of people changed were like, a lot, oh, wow. right? Yeah. Because like, uh, you know, people were really excited for Destiny 2 and The Division 2. Like those those popped off years ago when, when they were about to come out. And now we're in a place where like, people are way more excited for Dragon's Dogma 2 right now than yes. this game, you know? And that's such a I shift in the, in the landscape of the consumer. Whereas like five years ago, people are like, yes, give me Monster Hunter World as right. an online game. Give me, you know, uh, Ubisoft stuff and, and, and shooters as online games. Like people wanted that stuff. Like, and, and then they'd be like, oh, it's not online multiplayer. Dang, I really wanted an online multiplayer game, you know? And now people yeah. are like, no. oh my God, yeah. I got it. It's got it. It's got online multiplayer and i've got to like play with people and like do dailies and stuff the risk we see with that is not just the dailies because i think daily i i don't like dailies because they're just artificially incentivized fomo which essentially just like the i i end up moving away from games that make me feel like if i i have to log in in order to progress otherwise i'm losing out and it's like the games that don't do that now i'm more inclined like halo's you know, like uh, their battle pass system. Like I think, you know, we're seeing more and more like you buy the battle pass and that's what they announced here that you buy the battle pass, you keep the battle pass, but you Which still, we have, still the, don't have a battle pass still have for yet. some reason that doesn't come till March. Cause that that's makes sense. Well, yeah. And it's like, all right, like it, anyway, it's, that's just crazy. But then you have uh, you, so naturally you have that fatigue and then ultimately it sets in where it's like, you see the games that, lose and they shut down and then you can't play them and so there's not and there's this sense of gaming you know preservation that doesn't exist and there's always the risk so i think that also is yeah what if they don't do the avengers thing where where uh crystal dynamics to their credit they gave uh, i hated this by the way because i i spent money so i'm i'm, I'm worried about spending spending money on on skins in this game because i i probably spent like 300 dollars on that avengers game because Whoa. i i didn't know if it was gonna, you know, they, the shop wasn't gonna be live or anymore. So I wanted the Iron Man suits. I wanted the, mm -hmm. the Spider-Man suits. Like I wanted to have those and collect those. They ended up giving all those away for free, which like to their credit, I'm very glad that they did that. Like that was a good thing for them to do. And they made the game entirely playable offline to play single player, like with your own mm -hmm. Avengers squad. What if they don't do that for this game? Like this game is not gonna live beyond you know five six seven years if that you think it's gonna live beyond a year oh like yeah. in terms of content oh, yeah. i mean the game will be on but like in terms of their their content like Maybe if it not. does they might pull an anthem they might shut it down well i, I really me don't know meaning that it's like they can keep the game up but it's like when it comes down to it it's like do we keep because game development takes so long so they said they already got a year's worth of planning does that mean that like based off of the reception you know that like th that that work's already being done and you know is getting you know in into its different stages do they then go and say yeah we're going to do a year 2 or we're going to do a year 3 they could always and i think this is the model that we're shifting to with games as a service where we see an expansion model and then the battle pass is just something to keep 
you know, people who yeah. want to keep playing. But then imagine if they're like, hey, now it's been it's a year and uh, Justice League, you know, you know, say uh, like we're going to do another chapter of this story and we're going to tell this bigger, bigger story out over the course of that. I, I could see them doing something like that, but it it their messaging of they've got a year's worth of content feels non-committal to a bigger project and they're just going to wait to see how this the sales come in and if it's profitable i said in uh like kind of put out a short i was like this game feels like it was built for like game pass and playstation plus as opposed to like a full hundred dollar box price maybe but so i, I want to pivot back to something okay. that you said you were yeah. talking about how what if what if you played as batman in this game mm -hmm. and you were saving the justice league or what have you I, I have a completely different take on this entire game. Okay. And it's it's that I so I don't think that would have worked. I think you put Batman gameplay in any type of games as a service game and people would vomit. Like it, it might have been even an even worse reaction mm. than what we're seeing now. I don't know. I think it would at least be comparable. I think the problem with this game is that they they did they they missed it. Like they didn't get it, which is that they tried to go big and then they they delayed it for a year to try to go big and they mm -hmm. wanted this to be like this big sort of event and you're the suicide squad and we're gonna get you to care about that kind of what i was talking about earlier trying to force that interest and that intrigue with people that don't inherently have it and so they tried to go big they tried to make this a spectacle they tried to make this as triple a as they possibly could and it does look and feel triple a mm -hmm. yeah uh, I, pretty I much all of the time especially yeah especially on pc visually this game is gorgeous like the animations and like i have i have no complaints Just looking about at what's going on right now like on the screen like it's you have crazy. so much going on it's incredible. sometimes it's too much i will say like playing it it's, I'm like, what am I doing? What's happening? Who am I shooting? Like, you know, like there's just so much stuff going on, on the screen. And yeah. I, it, it, but like that's that's a small problem to have, I guess. But the thing is, is like I think that this game should have been. I'm trying to think of like a good, a good uh, comparison. Like maybe like the Ghost of Tsushima Legends mode that they added into that game as a free. mode to something yes. else. Be perfect. No, well, not awesome. not a mode. Like I guess like. So go that that's the best example I can think of as a multiplayer thing like that mm -hmm. that game mode had a raid like that game mode was like pretty fleshed out for a game mode but yes it was a part of Ghost of Tsushima I think I I would have been totally fine if this was like a fifty dollar like Miles Morales Spider Man type of uh scope of game that was like yeah this is like a thing that we did and it's just you know it's just like your looter shooter and you're gonna be doing like the same mm -hmm. you know six to seven type of missions over and over or whatever there's a four to five hour story it's very bare bones they get out of prison they cause some trouble and they end up uh let's say they it's not killed the justice league and brainiac has just enslaved superman mm -hmm. and batman and and Wonder Woman are trying to help you, and then you got to take down Superman. You do and, that in five hours, right. but and also you're done. You have friction because you have the heroes and the villains yeah. having to kind of work together for uh, like the greater good, and you know, like the sort of like, oh, you as the villains, I, I hundred percent. That's that's the that that would be something that would make me want to continue to enjoy this story because. I don't, I don't have the motivation to, right? Like when you sit down and say like, you know, what, like what's holding me back? I was like, grand blue fantasy, pal world, yeah. you know, in shrouded. Like, or honestly, you know, like even if those games weren't 7, out, you know, if, if those games weren't out, like, 
I, I just don't know if this game in isolation, like even when compared to like, oh, I could be playing something else that just came out or mm -hmm. that's popular right now or whatever. I think it just in isolation, I'm not like, oh, I really got to get back to this. And I think that that in large part, again, is like if they just pulled it back and they'd made the story very bare bones and they'd made like the overall like cutscenes and presentation very mm -hmm. bare bones still keeping some of that polish right but let's let's cut the story in half or make it a third of the amount of time that it takes to do the story now you're straight in the end game yeah. now you have all the afflictions available and all the gun types from lex luther and penguin and and poison ivy and you're doing the incursions and you're going to the other worlds you're doing all the in-game content like pretty much immediately right like like with it with a sh very brief introduction Mm -hmm. And this game wasn't such this pompous affair that like took years and years and years to make. Like if they just if they just took two to three years to make this, put it out, charged fifty bucks, said, "Yeah, this isn't like a full fledged AAA thing. This is like us doing a Borderlands with these characters because we figured why the heck not try to make some money." And yeah, go play it. We're gonna go work on our next Batman now. I right. don't think anybody would be that mad. Like well, it's honestly, the fact they that they tried that kind of announcement. Like if they're like, "Hey guys, this is something we want to do. It's different, but it's the same thing they and did like when small. they announced." Yeah. Well, they also that's the same thing they did when they announced Elder Scrolls Six. Even though they announced that way too early, they announced the Elder Scrolls mobile game. But don't worry, we're not going full, you know, mobile as everything. Like so, this would be something that could be like, "Yeah, we've got this game. It's different," you know. But we're also still working on the thing that you love as well. So you're not sitting here going like, I got shortchanged. Because like, for example, like the thing that I keep coming back to in my mind was I was playing Star Citizen last night. Star Citizen, MMO, Persistent World. I had so much fun. And the only reason I stopped playing is because I needed to go to bed. I yeah. stopped playing this game like pretty much after every mission. I'm like, all right, I, could, I cleared the mission. Like, all right okay, I need to keep playing because we're going to talk about it. I want to have a, like a real good thing. So it isn't, you know, part of it, like I enjoy these kind of games, multiplayer games, games of service games, but I'm, I'm also not necessarily someone who's a fan of like the hero shooter. I would rather have my character, right? Like if I made okay. a character that was in Arkham and then got recruited to the suicide squad like that in and of itself is also i think would be way more appealing because it's like yeah the, the characters play good they are true i think they are true to what they they're are very authentic yeah you they're know? very yeah and, and i appreciate that but that isn't the kind of game that, that that keeps me coming back time and time again especially from a villainous perspective i you know i i i lean the more heroic route you know when i'm when i'm okay. playing games i do i do think I, I differ from you there. I think like probably the biggest draw mm -hmm. is that these characters are unique and they're like somewhat iconic. At least they like, are Harley iconic. Quinn. I agree. Um, and and so like I think that that it's it's the, it's the same thing with Avengers. Like mm -hmm. I liked Avengers because the, I got to play as Iron Man and I got to right. play as like like the fact that I can still put a disc in my PlayStation Five and and play a video game as Black Panther. Like that makes Avengers a value proposition to this day. Like yeah. you can't do that. Like that's that's the only place that you can do that. And so like this game, like being able to play as these characters, sort of fringe, not as popular characters, but they're still part of that world and that mm -hmm. DC lore. Yeah. Uh, and I can be boomerang and wear a flash suit and zip around the map. And Metropolis looks amazing. 
Uh, I think that is the allure of this game. I, I when Joker comes out, I'm probably gonna buy some skins for Joker because I'm not gonna be able to help myself because it's Joker, and I am very excited for about that. I think mm -hmm. that 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 maybe can give this game a shot in the arm. I'm not super optimistic, but like it's freaking Joker. Joker has selling power, and also like another thing about this game, like with the characters, like other than Deadshot, like and and I guess Harley, especially with boomerang and king shark it like i said it is awkward to just pull out a minigun and start shooting people like with boomerang i want to be throwing my boomerang and like doing mm -hmm. boomerang stuff or doing like flash adjacent stuff well, instead of got like this attack, yeah uh, yeah well, right and that feels like what that character would be doing rather than just pulling out like a shotgun or mm -hmm. what like it's 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 trying so hard to be a shooter whereas with joker like having an umbrella to pop around with and like pulling out a, a gun to shoot people in the face that feels like joker to me so yeah. like i'm interested in sort of being able to fully role play in that situation like it does kind of feel forced at times with some of these characters uh outside of deadshot of like you know are they really going to be using an smg like this like like in a in a division type of way you know does that feel authentic and i think it's just like well that's just what we needed to do for our for our looter shooter game no, I think that that they got it wrong with like the studios that were making the uh, the, the last two games from from this world mm -hmm. where like Rocksteady should have made Gotham Knights and they yeah. should have made it exactly like the Arkham games. Fine, if you want to do four player co op and this is how you're doing it, you're saying the Batman is gone. Um, fine, and then you know what? If a year in they like shadow dropped like Batman is now the fifth playable character. People would have freaked out. Like they would have loved that. And mm -hmm. if Rocksteady had put all of this polish that's in this game into Gotham Knights and they'd made that like one of their Arkham games, people would have liked it. If if it had, if the only like multiplayer shoe in shoehorn thing had been you know the four player co op with the four Bat Family characters, people would have liked that game. Maybe not as much as the other Arkham games, but they would have liked it. And yeah. that's where all this polish needed to go in a in a bespoke story experience like that. And then Ubi's uh not Ubisoft Warner Brothers Montreal or what Montreal got me thinking about Ubisoft. Whatever that studio is that made yeah. made Arkham Origins and Arkham Knights, I think it's Warner Brothers Montreal. I'm not sure. Um, they should have made this game. They should have made this game and it should have just been like we're just doing a bare bones multiplayer shooter nobody cares that much about these characters we'll put in a little bit of personality but mainly we're going to make a good shooter with good mechanics you know deliver on those talent trees that we've got deliver on that gun variety that we've got the amazing combat the fact that when i'm playing with the dual sense 5 i'm feeling it man like i'm, I'm bopping people and it's going bzz, bzz, and then like i'm shooting people i feel it in the trigger like the haptic trigger like it feels really good it's just like I do five missions of that, a brick flag being like, all right, you losers, I need you to do whatever. And I'm ah, just like, gonna, I can't. We hate you. And then I it's can't, like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> The entire time, we hate you and you're useless. Do this, do this, Task Force X. And I'm just like, I, this isn't fun. Like, it's fun when I'm, like, shooting people and stuff, but it's like, the loop of it is not like I gotta do more. I gotta it's, do more. I, it's, it's so like, true oh, it's grading. Form that it hurts it. Like, it's yeah. so it's so in universe for my experience of everything with the suicide squad The polish doesn't yeah. help it, do it yeah, doesn't like, make this a better well, online then, looter shooter as you're playing it's like oh i'm gonna play for five minutes and then cut scene play for five you know four minutes and then like and Dude, it's the like the cutscenes are so boop, boop, long boop. 
they're so long and there's so much exposition dump. Like it's like, so well, I thought that if we went over there and did that thing, then we're so stupid. I don't know King what happened Shark. with your audio, but like, like your your high pitched voice, your mic said no. It's cut it out. Cut it out, and then uh, but yeah, you're uh, we should get you speaking as Captain Boomerang more often. Absolutely You go from Bilbo Baggins to, to Captain Boomerang. It's like Kirk <laughs> taking on all these persons. One time only. Who, but no, who do you think it, this it, game is for? Like I, I think that's oh you god. Know, who's this game for? If you really wanted to play Borderlands, but you hate first person. <laughs> wow. Put that on the box. <laughs> I mean, yeah, oh. if you're one of those, if you're one of those pony guys, it's like, oh, Indiana Jones in first person. Uncharted so much better. If you're one of those people um, and you and you couldn't play Borderlands 3 because of your uh, first person uh, allergy. Yeah. Um, or, or like if you liked Outriders. Like this game is 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 like comparable enough to Outriders. To that end, I want to go through a, a lightning round with you of like, okay. so so so, and, and if you if you haven't played the game, just based on like your knowledge of that game, what you would pick. So Suicide Squad or Outriders? Outriders. Okay, I would I would pick Suicide Squad. Okay. Su Suicide Squad or Destiny, like Destiny One and Two. Uh, well, Destiny, and that's just I'm biased. I like I like Destiny. So I'm biased too because I I played Destiny for like the, between one and two I played them for a thousand hours and I stopped mm -hmm. playing uh, at Shadowkeep which was like two years ago and yeah. I have not wanted to touch that game since so I'm gonna say Suicide Squad again. okay okay uh, in the year 2024 I'd rather play Suicide Squad Suicide Squad or the Division the Division okay I. I like Division One way better than Division Two, so right now I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Suicide Squad. And so like you're you're getting a theme of like I like this as a looter shooter. I don't like all the stuff that all the bullcrap I have to put up with to get to that that gameplay and those systems. Like I didn't want to have to play a 12 hour campaign mm -hmm. to get to the build and like the good looter shooter stuff. All right, um, this is gonna be a good one. Uh, Suicide Squad or Marvel's Avengers? A Suicide Squad. Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that set of heroes. Uh, kind of what you were talking about. I think that those those heroes. I would much rather be Captain America, Iron Man, Black Panther, Thor, Spider Man than than be you know these these uh, loser hero hero anti heroes. I guess is the is the way to put it. Vigilantes. They're villains. Um, like you know, like I yeah, don't, they really are. Yeah, an anti hero is just somebody who's like. In the and when it, when the when it's all said and done, they don't make a selfish choice; they make a heroic choice. That's where it's and, like narratively the anti-hero, like in our real in the real world. The reason why it's we like them is because of how dramatic it is that after all this time, they finally decided that they're going to do make the heroic choice. The reality is in our day to day, like it's better if we if you practice making that heroic choice so that when the bigger choice comes along you're going to do it and so like yeah. i you know like i i get the appeal from a entertainment property but the anti hero is something that i just i just don't vibe with in my own personal like life and and what i want to play as right like yeah. i'd rather i'd rather play as batman and superman and green lantern and the flash like find a way to make that work please because that sounds way more appealing Suicide Squad or the First Descendant? Um, <laughs> so far, well, it's the First Descendant still isn't out yet. 
But we played and a lot of it. We played a lot we played, of it. We played and as I much First Descendant it. as we played this, yeah. I, and I enjoyed my time with it. There's still yeah. so many questions about that game, especially because that's a free-to-play game, where here, I feel like I can put you know some more time into it. I can finish the story, and I'm okay to step away from it. First okay. Descendant, I think, is something that wants to set itself up so that you're you know, constantly checking in and playing it. And, uh, and I think knows? this game like, wants to do that, that too, though. But it the does. fact that it's not making you want to like feel like you want to do that is a failing, right? Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you're going first descendant, I think. Yeah. Because it's, think it I has, it has that engagement. Yeah. I, I would give the edge to Suicide Squad, but that is only, only because of these characters. Like that's mm -hmm. it. And, 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 and maybe like the talent trees in the combat, uh, the, the how how frenetic and fun the combat feels yeah. i think uh and 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 i'm not even gonna ask suicide squad or borderlands because i think both of us are gonna be like hit the borderlands button like immediately mm -hmm. like i think that that's the game that this game is aping the most in terms of its systems and its combat and it just doesn't quite measure up to that even some of the humor too like with the vault hunters you know they're they're kind of uh, they are kind of anti-heroes a lot of the time. Like they really just kind of want to get loot, but also they're they're right. like good people at heart. Um, you know, I, I think I think the Borderlands three. I did, when I was playing this, I just kept thinking like, man, I got to go back and play Borderlands three. Like and so like I think that the 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 fact that this game is similar to that and is like an mm -hmm. alternative to that in terms of the personality, in terms of how good the combat feels and how you have like those talent trees and those perks that you can set up to make like a grenade based build or a, a, a SMG build or like whatever um, and have like all these synergies and stuff working together to get like crazy damage and stuff like that. I mean, you can do that in the first Ascendant as well, but I guess it's just kind of like the, the vibrancy of it, like the feeling of fun getting to the end of a mission and seeing like mm -hmm. your character or somebody else's character, like having that like victory pose type of thing. And then like getting to see like the leaderboard. Unfortunately, I don't have any footage of that because it's single player footage, but like, that's cool, man. And so I think like that party type of atmosphere, that, that fun, I mean, they're at least trying to inject the fun. I don't know if, if, if it, if it hits its mark, but that there's, there's an attempt there that I think is admirable. And so like, I think that I like that more than just like, very grindy like mmo-esque like type shooter stuff like mm -hmm. another comparison would be like warframe like like would you rather play this or would you rather play a lot of warframe i think i probably would play this but there's still like a cap on that kind of time not that warframe uh is any slouch i've enjoyed my time with war warframe but when it when it's all said and done like there is a level of polish here that i do like yeah. respect and appreciate uh, and I would probably find more enjoyment by playing this over Warframe. So it's it sounds like I'm as far as where this game's is what what its place is in the genre. It sounds like I'm a little bit higher on it than you are actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, w w uh, which which is interesting because I I think we started off the show by you being like a six seems like you know maybe maybe it's low like like because these other games are I'm seven, just saying like, it, like really if we look at you know like the law of averages yeah like what what game as a service game is reviewed higher than a seven and Not many right and so it's like yeah. all of a sudden it's like if a seven is the best a games as a service game will be scored as like then a seven is is high praise right so that's that's where i you know when it comes to reviewing numbers and scores like i shift to a 
like, should you buy, should you wait, or should you just completely skip methodology? And it's like, if this game comes to game pass, like from a, like if you're on a budget or if this is on PlayStation, whatever. Yeah. I, I think it's worth seeing. I have if, an if interesting you're take on that. Go I ahead. have an interesting take on that, which is that I don't think that this game is, is coming to game Pass. It may come to PlayStation plus extra mm -hmm. maybe, but my, my interesting take, and this isn't like a prediction that I feel super confident about. It's kind of just like a lob one out there. And if I'm right, fantastic. Mm -hmm. I think that for the first year of this game, because they're doing all of the DLC content completely free to people that own it, it will not go to any subscription platform. I think they're going to make sure that they make their money on that retail entry price. They so want to sell well. If it doesn't sell well, like all of a sudden, those the, the, those deals become a lot more like but, let's try to recoup as much of this as we can, we possibly can. And I think if that happens, skins, you know, they will sell the game for cheaper. Like they'll like we may oh, see yeah. this game discount go down well, for to weight 30 means discount as well, right? So it's like at thirty dollars, right. like you know, if you're if you like this kind of style of game and you're looking for something to do like that, that, that that's the same uh, case I've made for for spoken. Like, I know you're not a fan of for spoken, but like at 20 or 30 bucks for spoken is a, I thought it was a, like, yeah, this is the the right price point for this. Experience. Yeah, I would say for this game, uh, if people are really interested in it, I would say uh, the, the max that you probably want to pay for this is $40. I think yeah. I think that's right that's, around like if you're good. interested yeah. and you're I, comfortable I pay, paying $40, go for it. If you want to wait for 30, 25, you know, wait for that. It's Gage going your to interest. get that price. It yeah. will hit 40. It will hit 30. Like those price points at will least by, you know, fall. Probably, I mean, oh, at least by fall. fall. I would expect sometime maybe the sum, the, the Steam summer sale. Like when you start to think about yeah. when early sales happen, it's like you could start to see like. See, I'm thinking about console. Happening. Okay, I'm about true. console, not Steam. Yeah, yeah. so well, it's I gonna mean, be a little bit higher. Sometimes they they generally are kind of bottled together. Generally speaking, like oh, we're gonna have a sell before the summer games fest, you know, for example, uh, and, and pick up the games that you know people you know people played uh, and overpaid for. Which I would say, yeah, I definitely overpaid uh, for this game. Are you gonna keep playing this? Is kind of a final you know uh, thought. I I may play it over the weekend, but we have. Uh, reviews of Grand Blue and uh, Persona 3 coming up on Monday. So, like, Monday, probably yeah. not. And then right after that, um, I have a code for a game that looks really, really cool um, from uh, Focus Home Entertainment uh, that Don't Nod Studios made. Uh, if you recall, we talked about a game a while ago on the podcast that was, like, this vampire protagonist where you had this this dilemma, moral mm -hmm. dilemma of, like, do you sacrifice the NPCs or not to, like, make your character level uh, this is their next game, and it looks really, really cool. And I have a code for that already. That's all I can say about it right now. But like, that game comes out in a couple weeks, and like, I want to play that and get ready for the review. So, like you were yeah. saying, like you with Grand Blue, it's like, uh, like I don't know. I think most likely I'll probably play a few more hours of it because I really am like, I want to get this in game. Like, I want to understand okay. it. Like, I'm probably gonna play it today. Mm -hmm. uh, uh like a lot today like i might i might put in like four to six hours today to try to like really put you know put the cap on it tie a bow on it be like okay i understand what this game is or i don't and that's just the way that it's gonna be mm -hmm. and then we get persona tomorrow like you you're already able to dive into grand blue i'm jealous we get yeah. persona tomorrow so i'm probably gonna play persona 3 for the rest of the weekend but then when that battle pass and the joker content comes in march 
I'm diving into this game immediately, okay. I think, to play it, see what's up with that, because that's where it, that's where it's going to be. Is like, is the content roadmap for this game going to hit? And if the Joker one doesn't hit, I don't have a lot of confidence yeah. in the it'd rest be, of the year. It'd be kind of fun, because one of the things I feel is the flaw of the old reviewing model is games as a service, because let's say Joker comes out, and it's like, oh, man, and now you can play through the story as joker and it's a whole like cool. you, have, you have a whole different experience and, that's you know, where like, the well, polish would help but i bet right, they won't the do that would help because i bet they don't do that right but that's where it's like one of the things i wish we'd see is more reviews that kind of follow it up especially with this model because how do you like yeah let's say the end game just people just like man i just can't put the end game down like i just keep logging in week over week and you see it you know continue to to, to maintain a player base that's excited and they keep adding in content, which would be great. I think it would be, that would be something where like right now I don't have plans to play this uh, again. I, I might try it and you and me story, have got to get just, on it at some point, maybe it maybe in March yeah. when Joker comes out, that might be fun. Uh, that might be good. Yeah. You can be Deadshot and I can be Joker or, or what yeah, have you. That would be cool. cool. We can do a stream for, for the work to game folks, but yeah, no, I, I don't regret getting in. I don't regret spending my hundred dollars. I, yeah. I don't feel good about it. Like, I don't think that that was a good decision, but I, re I really like those justice league skins that you could only get with that edition. And I yeah. like that. I was here to experience this. And I think like, this is a game that I want to own. Okay. Like, I know that this is a game that I want to own, that I want to be in my library, that I want to be able to pop in, whether there's a new character for free four times this year and and maybe uh going further than that who knows i mean maybe maybe this game will find its audience um but like when joker arrives it's rumored that the next character after that is going to be um like uh i forget what her name is nora or something like that um mr freeze's wife basically okay. like as mr freeze like like she's going to be mrs freeze like with the nice. suit and everything that cool. would be dope if i can yeah. like do like Mr. Mr. Freeze type stuff with her. That's a complete rumor. You know, I don't know if that's going to be the case, but like there's a lot of cool characters that they could use. I think that's another thing too, is like it kind of reflects on like the roster, not being like super like banger when like, we're already like, Oh, maybe like the new, the new characters will be really cool. You know, like yeah. Harley's really cool. And like the other char three characters, like there's cool aspects of their kit, but like, Joker is way more intriguing to me in terms of like what his gameplay and traversal is going to be like. So, you know, I just don't know that they started with the best four people mm -hmm. for this game, but Hey, if it, we're going to have eight by the end of the year and we may even get more after that. And it's like, I'm going to be glad that I own this game at, at that point, because that there will be a variance of experience there. Like there mm -hmm. will be a character for me. It's almost like a fighting game. Like there yeah. will be a character there for me that I that resonates with me that I can get into and yeah, do all everybody this has a favorite Pokemon. With. So everybody like everybody has a favorite villain that they'd yeah. be like, oh, I yeah, I checked out that game and, and to play as that character. So I I totally I can totally see the appeal there. And if they keep doing that, and that's the the big question, you know, if they keep doing that, more power to them, right? Like if this was a game that then was also like propelled like a constant set of revenue that then they're like, yeah, we're also going to work on these narrative single player games. Boom. You know, that, that, that works out and Bravo. And, and the unfortunate thing about that is the only way to figure that out is with time. Like we got to just let them cook. Yeah. And see what they come up with. But I do, I do love that. Um, I do love that Joker's coming immediately. 
like like that's a really good move like avengers died a horrible death based on that like they literally the first two characters they came out with were the two hawkeyes they played Mm -hmm. the exact same and they took like six months for even those two characters to come out we got black panther and a winter soldier later and those characters were awesome but nobody cared about the game by then so like them delivering on joker within a month is really good it gives them a shot like it gives mm-hmm. them a chance well, and gives i think people that reason to check back in because yes. there's going to be a lot of things that are coming out there already are a lot of things that i'm trying to you know kind of get through my backlog on and if it's like hey by the way march check it out and then it's like hey by yeah. the way june check it out like if it keeps becoming a conversation piece that's that's how the games of the service model works you gotta keep making content and if they start if they slip on these dates that ultimately i think you you can see the people who, yes. are, who are champing oh, it. it would be awful yeah. if joker doesn't come out in march right. that'd be terrible yeah but if, they, if they're if they're confident they're saying march then you know even if it's march 31st like that's that sounds great honestly yeah. because we you know like there's some games that we want to check out throughout the year and if this ends up being one that we keep checking back out you know obviously we'll cover it on future podcasts because we'll talk about to you guys what we're playing and more but um yeah, dude. Yeah, it's the, it's I, I, I think game. I think in that regard, like that's the reason that I don't regret buying this game. Like, okay. did I lose money on it? Yes, but we did that to cover it. Like, we did that to do this podcast, mm-hmm. to to for me to be able to do the video review, to get in there day one, to experience it, to be a part of this whole kerfuffle yeah. that's going on of of people's reaction to this game and everything. And like, that's fun. Was it worth the extra like $30 that I probably paid for this game when I could have gotten it for for that much less in March when Joker comes out? Probably not, but like give or take, like I'm going to be okay in that regard. Maybe you and me will be able to jump in before mm-hmm. that content in March. And so the fact that like they have these planned content roadmap updates that are going to be completely free. First of all, the completely free thing made Mm -hmm. me want to vote with my wallet and say, yes, more of this. Don't charge me $20 per expansion per content update. Like, you know, destiny does with their expansions. I love this a year of free content for one price. I will give you my money. I will say industry do this. Oh, so like my, my, I get jokers. I don't have to buy joker in bar. No. Okay. No, all four and all of the content. All of the Elves worlds, which are like the, I don't know if you got to the point in the campaign where you get transported to like this like desert wasteland version of Metropolis, but there will be like other multiverse dimension dim- dimensions of Metropolis that are themed after like some mm-hmm. sort of character. And the first one is like a Joker fun house type of world. And then we get Joker for free as a character. You get all of that with the retail buy-in, which is why I'm saying I do not think that this game comes to a subscription service in year one. Because okay. I think they put right. this game out. They're like, we need to get that retail money. Like, right. like just put it out. Like it's fit. Like just finish it. Put it out. Get the money that we need that we can get because that's that's all we can do at this point. Even if people don't want it, and so I think that's going to be a big deal for them. They need to sell. They need to move units of this game. And the value proposition of that is we will give you all the content for free after that. And we've got a year's worth of it planned. Um, and I think for that reason, you will see it go on sale, but I don't think it'll go on a subscription service. So if you're okay. waiting for that, maybe don't. Maybe it grab will, it I mean, when like, you see it for yeah. $30. It will after at least 8 to 12 months. It'll go on a subscription service. But if you don't want to wait that long, maybe grab it. Because 
you're going to miss the year of free content when it's live and relevant. And so mm -hmm. that's, that's the value proposition. If you want to be there for that content, if you want to vote with your wallet and say the gameplay is fun, that it feels fun to, to beat up on and shoot these enemies, even if there's not a lot of variety in the enemies and in the missions, when I'm playing the game, it, it like I, we both agree, it feels fantastic for a little while. You play for an hour. At that point, you're like, okay, I get it. Maybe I'll go do something else. Like I'll go, mm -hmm. you know, I got in your case, I got to go take care of my kids. You know, yeah. like it, it's, it's a good sit down and play and bang out a few missions type of game. Is that all that's really offering? Yes, but you may not need more than that. So, if, if, if you're intrigued by the premise, if you're intrigued by the gameplay, if you do want to play Borderlands 3 in third person with some uh, semi-iconic DC characters, maybe not that iconic until March when we get Joker, there is something here for you. And the Rocksteady is doing right by the consumers in saying you put down your money one time and then other than the Battle Pass, which has cosmetic stuff, we're never going to charge you again for like all this content that we have planned. And we do have content planned and it is going to come out hopefully on time. I think all that is like enough to say that like this game is, it is a good value proposition. If you're interested, if you're mm -hmm. going into it, like not really inherently interested in the premise and the type of game in the gameplay. Um, I don't know that the content that's coming is really going to change your mind unless you just want to play with Joker. So mm -hmm. like, that's the decision that everybody has to make for themselves. But like, I do think that there's a good 30 to $40 game here, especially with all the stuff that you're going to get on top of that as the year goes on. All right. I think that uh, wraps us up for our review. Eve says this is a very much a six out of 10 game, which hey, that's is what right I gave in it. line with your yeah. score. This is a very much kind of wait and see game for me since I don't, I generally like I, I, the numbers I'm like, all right. Cause we talked about that in the show, but thank you, Eth. Thank you everybody hanging out on the live show. And also thank you. If you're listening to this as the audio version of the podcast, I uh, really appreciate you being out there and hopefully you enjoyed. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, this was a special episode. We'll be back on Monday with grand blue fantasy review and persona three uh, review uh, together. And, uh, and then we'll be back kind of more into our normal schedule outside of different events that kind of pop in and pop out. So you've been seeing us a lot lately. Hopefully, you've been enjoying go ahead kurt go go check out uh our live reactions to both the the state of play uh that was yesterday which was amazing with death stranding 2 and stellar blade and and mm, so stellar we, blade we popped off great. for sonic we popped off sonic, for sonic honestly, and shadow baby well, well the fact is like with the kids like i think that's gonna be something i gotta i gotta get yes. in this fall for sure so go check that out on work the game we have our live react of that which i think brian's gonna be putting up a better version of that and then also, uh, Brian, I got to get you to put up uh, on Work the Game the Xbox di uh, Direct React as well. Go check both of those out. Uh, pretty interesting. And we, we, we gave some commentary with those. So it might be worth a watch for you there. And then, as always, my channel, What's New Video Games. That's where I did the video review. It's about seven minutes long. So I would appreciate you checking that out. A little more condensed than this uh, hour and 15 conversation that we had to here. But I think it's mm -hmm. good to have both, right? Like you want to yeah. give people the snapshot. But also like a discussion like this gives people an idea of like, you know, uh, do they fall more in line with your viewpoint, my viewpoint? Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, the games that we're referencing, do they like those games? Do they not really care for those games? And all that discussion that we had can hopefully inform people on whether this game is like a good thing for them to jump into, or, you know, maybe they should just uh, wait or skip it entirely. So 
that's kind of why we did this. That's why we wasted, you might argue, our hard-earned money to to get in there on day one. But it was fun, I think, just to be a part of that. Like, I really do love that, like, we're kind of taking work to game that direction. So I hope everybody uh, in the audience is, like, there for the ride that watches watch, that watch this live or watches the VOD, like, is 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 game and, and, and excited for, like, that type of content because we really do want to be on on the cutting edge of what's new, what what's out there and like what our impressions of it are so that like you can make some informed purposes and know what's going on in the world of gaming. Awesome. Well, guys, that's going to wrap us up for this episode of Epilogue Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. We wish you guys all the absolute very best and we hope to see you in the next episode. But until then, take care. Epic Radio. Epic Radio.